joined with a I normally introduce my guests as special guests, but today I'm gonna say I'm introducing a mediocre guest, Mr. Chris from Thank you so much for joining me today, Chris. How are you doing tonight? It's all right. I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm happy to be the uh, the the most mediocre guest you could have. <laughs> and I I do want to say one thing. Uh, in in, in good company, of course. Yeah. Very special thanks for keeping your camera off, so I don't have to stare at your face this whole time. So thank you for that. Um, I do have a house cleaning. Uh, something in order, so I do want to put this up, and I just want to make sure that you're not streaming on your channel. Okay, you're not. So anyway, welcome. Thank you so much. Seriously. No, uh, don't don't worry. We'll, we'll we'll be we'll be doing a, a a watch along and react video afterwards. Don't worry. <laughs> After show. Ready. Okay. Yeah. So actually, I thought today would be kind of funny. By the way, cheers to whatever you're drinking on that end. Cheers, mate. What did you say you're drinking? I've got a uh, just a, a nice, easy Glenfiddich 12. All right. So I thought we'd do a public service announcement. Uh, are you okay with that? <laughs> Depends what it is. Okay. Well, here's what we do, because uh, people from down under... Hang, hang, hang on, hang on, hang on one second. Hang on, hang on one second. You are cutting in and out. It's real. I don't know if it's... um. If it's just me that's getting you cutting in and out, or I know there's a couple of people in the chat who are listening. Is it just me that's getting him really scratchy, or is it everyone? If anyone wants to talk. Well, uh, Chris, let me give you one minute to introduce your channel, and uh, I will be right back to put, plug in the landline. So just go ahead and uh, take the take the reins for a quick minute. <laughs> He's left me in charge of his channel. This could be fun. This could be fun. I will behave, though. Um, look, I, I'm pretty sure everyone who's here knows who I am because uh, looking at the chat, it's all my crew. But for those who are watching in the future, Chris from Hereticals. Hereticals is a podcast. I'm an atheist. It's generally secular, but we talk about a lot of things and we have fun. So that's pretty much it. Um Yep, good to see it is not me. Okay, you there? Yeah, so it, it was your okay. audio. Um, the, the chat said that you were uh, really choppy. Okay. Which, which is probably good because that means people didn't have to listen to you. <laughs> good, good. Uh, I've heard, is that better? I've heard that yeah, the yeah. Brits... Brits and uh, the the Aussies are really cheeky, as you guys like to say. So, anyway, let's do a public service announcement. So, I'm going to give you uh, uh, an Australian word, and you give me the uh, American equivalent. Okay, got that? Okay, here we sure. go. Bloke. What is bloke? either a male or I guess, you know, a friend, you know, or friend? it, it okay. can be used, you know, if he's a, if someone could be a good bloke, um, you know, just a, a bit of a knockabout. Okay. And what about Sheila? Sheila. Now that's an interesting one. So that was a term for women that was used 
probably predominantly back in the 70s, um, maybe even a bit to the 80s. It hasn't aged well. Um, I'll put it this way. If you called my wife a Sheila, she'd probably tell you to fuck off. Okay. Watch her prepare <laughs> Okay, okay, I got you. Oh, sorry. Is uh, this a, a no language? I know we were swearing before. Sorry, yeah, if, if there's no language, mate, I'll, I'll apologize right now. No, no, no problem, no problem. If you slip one or two here, then no biggie. But I know in Australia, you guys use the C word uh, well, or the well, F I, word I, like I, it's I a comma. It, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't say much. It's more, it's um, probably probably the F-bomb. But, but I'll put it this way. It's uh, if you were talking to my wife, calling uh -huh. her a Sheila will be more <laughs> offensive than dropping an F-bomb. Okay, okay. All right. What about a shite? What does shite mean? Shit. <laughs> okay. And uh, what about a chap? Shit with an E. Sorry, what was that one? Chap. 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 Oh, that's an English term. That's not an Aussie term. Oh, okay. It's not an Aussie term. Okay. All right. So, uh, you know, before we get started, I was wondering real quick if you could tell me if you saw a video that I skipped, that I sent to you, um, done by Shane the Skeptic of Oz's Tang Atheist Network, the roundtable thing. Any chance you were able to see that? Yeah, yeah, I watched it. Okay, so um, I'll give a real quick summary. Shane uh, Shane is, uh, he's one of the hosts, or he I guess he was one of the hosts at Oz's um, channel. Which In, is predominantly I'm just gonna say, I'm, I'm just gonna really quickly say, I, I didn't know you were gonna bring that up. Oz is a mate of mine. I, I know uh -huh. you don't get along with him. Um, oh, no, 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 that's so, not. So that's if, not if it turns into an Oz, Oz bash, I'll... No, um, no. Yeah. no, not at all. No, no, okay. no. No, no, no. The point is, is that uh, because this isn't specifically about his channel, but it's about um, just being frustrated with the atheist community as a whole. He doesn't, he didn't specifically mention Oz or anyone else, but I think there's just, uh, in the video, he had a frustration about... Uh, atheist community uh, as a whole so i was wondering if you could give me your your insights on um that video what you thought well the atheist community is like every other community uh -huh. um you have it's full of people you've got good people you've got bad people nice people you've got assholes um you've got people who get along with each other you've got people who don't get along with each other you, you have internal arguments just like anywhere it, it is no different to any other community. And look, it's always sad when when someone feels that they need to, to vocalise it the way he did. I know I've vocalised my frustrations with aspects of the atheist community as well. Mm -hmm. um, I think that there is certain elements of it that um, I'm not comfortable with. I think that there's certain elements where I think maybe the, the community has been infiltrated by people who would prefer to you know who basically use the guise of atheism for other political means um but i mean look i mean it's a community people people are going to have their their issues with it i i remember when i was in the church you know people would mm -hmm. very publicly leave leave churches it happens mm -hmm. people are people yeah we're gonna we'll definitely talk about that i'm comparing both uh, both hey, incidentally, is, is, is Dawn Hub one of yours or one of mine? <laughs> He's uh, he is a let's think, why is he denying God? He's an atheist pastor. Let's see, I'll answer these real quick. There you go, he was in the church. Uh, okay, <laughs> let's get down to the nitty gritty. 
Yeah, he's a, he's a witch actually. He's like 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 a Harry Potter witch, literally. Oh, okay. So this this is someone you actually know. Oh, oh sure yeah, yeah. One of my mates having a, having a bit of a, a laugh with me. He, he's from the UK actually, and he he's been on a few times. I just interviewed him mm-hmm. about the, uh, I believe about the Queen, the Queen and the Crown. So do you do you actually celebrate or endorse like the Crown? In um, I know you guys um, say God um, bless the King or whatever, but. Or save the queen. No, no, we, 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 we don't. We, we don't say God bless the, the queen. I know. Um, God, God save, save the, the queen. queen is um, that's the that's the British national anthem. It used to be the Australian one up until the uh, the seventies. Um, look, there's you know it's probably um, a reasonable split between monarchists and republicans here. I um, I'm a monarchist. I am a big fan of the queen. Um, I love the royal family. Um, okay. That's a that's a personal preference. Uh, Charles that, being, that, being, that, that being said, um, I was for a period of time um, in the Republican movement, but I don't think that the Republican movement in Australia is a good one, um, and I, I prefer the monarchy. And, and, I, and I've okay. always loved the, the royals. Even, even when I was um, sort of a bit more leaning towards a republic, I, I've always loved the, um, the royals. So um, to this day, then, you would... Are you, do you consider yourself kind of somewhat of a, is that somewhat of a unique position to have such a, I know you say it's kind of split, but you seem to, to be very enthusiastic about it. Is that I'm kind probably, of a rare position? I'm probably more enthusiastic than most, but um, but look, it's, it's generally, it's if, if it went to a, ref, it, look, there was a referendum held about 20 years ago, um, mm-hmm. whether we'd become a republic yes. or not, and, and the monarchy won by a lot if it was held now it probably would be a bit closer but the the there's more people who would who would say let's remain a monarchy uh, under the under the um or in the commonwealth than um than become a republic yeah i really um, you know, sorry i, I just know, want to point something out um god godless scummer is correct except prince andrew prince andrew <laughs> uh, would turn everyone <laughs> into a republican um same with harry if um uh, harry and megan no interest there well, but, but I, I have I can, said I can this. Tell you when when it was um, when it was Prince William's uh, wedding. You know, it's we had uh, Yorkshire pudding, a good uh, good roast, wow. and we uh, we had some pims and 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 watched the wedding. It was a yeah, it was a it was a big deal. Well, I do have to say this, Chris. I believe that Meghan Markle was the best thing to come out of England since Oasis. So that's my personal opinion. Well, what because she that- left. Because she left me. No, because she's from America. She's American. Okay. Anyway, uh, all right. Jokes. Enough jokes out of the way. But Wallace uh, Simpson I do want second. Ask- historians okay. will get that one. I said she's Wallace Simpson the second, and historians will get that one, and pro- probably Jeff. <laughs> okay. Hey, I do have something quick to show you. I think this is hilarious. So let's go ahead and play. You learn martial arts together? Yeah. And I had this that sword. Well. I don't know. He was he was never talkative. I remember in school. He used to sit by himself and read books. I was just this guy fooling around and having fun. He was just reading you were asking questions, you answer with his head. Yeah, no, yeah, no. What's your name? No. What? Is that a name? Shake of a head is not a name. Please say your name. And by recess, you know, you're just this guy hanging out. Came, his mother always picked him up from school. You know, he's that type of guy until he was 20. His mother picked him up from school. 
Okay, what do you think? What do you think about that? Have you ever seen those guards there in in England? I've never been to England, so. Oh, okay, I'm actually thinking yeah. about visiting there uh, this summer, or I'm sorry, this uh, this fall, because I do have a one of my atheist co-hosts from there. So anyway, let's get right you to the question. You guys should go stay with Godless Scummer. He'll take you to a football yeah. game. Absolutely, I would why, love why to. Won't you, Jeff? You're, you're you're there in the chat, Jeff. Take him to a football game. Absolutely. Actually, I have two hosts from the UK. But okay, uh, let's get I've into never, these I've questions. Never seen any of these. I've never seen any of these other hosts. You keep talking about them. I've never seen them. They're there. You've never, you've never seen them? No. They're there. You just, you got to know. Yeah. Actually, so one of the guys like, just had a child, and one of them moved into a, uh, he got kind of fr frightened about the, kind of like global collapse that was going on. And so he, he bought like an RV and sold his house and like moved into there. So he's kind of like off the grid right now. And I said, the other guy just had a baby. So they are a little bit uh, scattered around. So, you know, other priorities that came up, but the other guy, uh, yeah, the, there's definitely a couple from the, from the UK. But anyway, I do want to get into these questions. And uh, first and foremost, uh, I, I do want to ask you, uh, what has been your own personal experience inside of the atheist community? Do, do you think even that's a misnomer to say like the atheist community? What are your thoughts on that? No, no I, I think I think it's accurate to call it the atheist community. I think it's um, it's a very broad term. I think there's a lot of sub communities within the community. Just like saying that you know you're you're a part of the Christian community, um, but that. Right. Certainly doesn't mean that you, you're associating with mm -hmm. every Christian out there. Mm -hmm. um, look, my, my experiences have, on, on the whole, been positive. Um, I've met some mm -hmm. people who will be lifelong friends. Well, I hope they'll be lifelong friends. Um, certainly that's that's my intention. Um, I've had some good experiences. I've had some bad experiences. I've met some complete douchebags. Um, actually, I've met some giant douchebags. Um, <laughs> but... but uh, Just look, don't use the C word. Whole, don't use the C word to nah, describe it. Nah, that, no, see, if you had my best mate on, he he would use that, but he's Scottish. Um, I, I, I very rarely use that word. I, 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 I more drop the F-bomb. Scottish. Um, yeah, the, the Scottish will drop it at the drop of a hat. But uh, look, I guess, look, all in all, the atheist community, and from my experience, it is a very positive one. Um, there are negative aspects like there are in any community because people are mm -hmm. people. Um, but mm -hmm. there's a lot, hell of a lot more positive than negative. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. I would have to say the same exact thing about the Christian community that I've encountered. Unfortunately, being completely honest, I would have to say I've had far more negative experiences with Christians than I have had positive. Uh, I yeah, went... I know that feeling. Yeah, I, I went to Bible college my freshman year and um, to appease my parents, but that experience genuinely turned me into a into an atheist. And then later on in my life, um, I'd wind up digesting like 150 sleeping pills and how to spend like, I don't know, three or four days in the hospital. And I was like looking, searching for God. And so I decided to go this time on my own accord and not to, not to, um, appease my family and and same exact experience so those people just turned me right into an atheist so um you know and i do want to say something chris um you may 
in the past, you've criticized me for talking a, a bit about myself and um, maybe trying to make myself a center of a conversation. But that's really not that's really not my intentions. Really, my, my intentions are to try to show that look, these are human real life issues that we're struggling with. So as we talk about things like mental health or uh, you know whatever is going on in people's lives, like we got to absolutely understand that. Um, you know, these are real life situations that that people are being hurt, people are being harmed. And so whenever I throw things out about my own personal life, my own traumas and addictions of the past, it is generally to try to throw out, uh, you know, a net to try to be open and honest about myself, not we're, to brag we're, on we're, myself. We're, we're, a, we're a social species and, and we form bonds by sharing common interests and common stories. So, so it's a natural thing. Mm -hmm. I, look, I won't go into my criticism in the past because I, I think that the conversations we've had recently, I think we've we've moved past that. Sure. Um, and sure. I, 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 I'm I'm not going to dredge up issues from the past. What what I actually will say is I respect that you are acknowledging that. Um, and if it's something you're aware of, it's something you're working on. So, you know, I'll, I'll give credit where it's due. Yeah, I, I thought I genuinely thought you and Scummer were extremely far more charitable than I think most people are uh, in evaluating the conversation that, that uh, I had with Jay. I mean, generally speaking, that's what I really hate is just the lack of charity that exists on either side, you know? And there's people like, I'll call him DD. I, I, I hate, I genuinely hate using the name, but I don't want to dox him, but you know exactly who I'm talking about. I just hate calling him that name. But but people like that are bad faith actors, and they are I think, generally. I think, I think everyone. I think everyone knows his name by this point. Right, but I felt extremely bad because um, it was not my intention to dox him on um, on Mr. Scummer's channel. So that was not my intention. Yeah. I, I generally assumed everybody knew his name, so that was the reason why I did that. The point being is that people like him are are genuine bad faith actors, and they're out to hurt people. So that's not my intention, and. Yeah, you so know, look, I'm, 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 a, I'm a little bit, um, I, I could go either way on that. I, I'm not a fan of doxing because I've had it happen to me. Um, you know, originally I came into the, you know, the atheist community as atheist pastor and and, and kept my own, I guess, you know, my name and, and everything private and and actually got threatened with being doxed and ended up doxing myself. It was probably the best thing I ever did um, because it, it took the it took the power away. Um, not that, not that I was going to let them have any power anyway, but, but, you know, I took control of it. Um, look, I think, I think with someone like, a you know, a Darth Dawkins. Oh, you said, if you say his name three times, he appears. So that's no, one. No, no. Hey, I, I can assure you, I can assure you, you are safe as houses with me here. <laughs> Darth Dawkins is oh, petrified that's me. That's Darth Dawkins, Darth Dawkins, Darth oh, Dawkins. Oh, okay. He's going to appear. He, yeah, that's 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 fine. No, Darth Dawkins is afraid of me because oh, I absolutely God. demolished him in that debate. Um, and ever since he he went from regularly um, trying to troll me to um, to then just whinging about me, going saying, you know, because I, I got him, I got him. Um, okay. Even his own, even his own supporters were saying, no, no, you, <laughs> you you lost that one. So he he doesn't he 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 fears me, not the other way around. Take control of the uh, situation. Yeah. I don't know. I'm that's just not my brand of, of talking to people, and I uh, I'm very charitable in my uh, discussions. And then also, um, this will be the last thing I promise I mentioned about this because I know you want to move on. I want to move on, but um, you you you'd asked me why I want 
why I desire to have conversations with atheists. At the end of the day, we're inhabiting this planet together, you know, for good or bad. We got to learn to try to get along and work and, and even work together. You know, actually, just last night I was listening to uh, Skeptic Generation and, you know, they were talking about uh, my favorite atheist, Colin, but they were talking about, you know, working hand in hand with with believers who are not using their nonprofits to like proselytize. And I think that's great, you know, like if, if there's if there's humanitarian purposes, like we can come under the same banner of saying whatever we might disagree with, like people are starving, people are hurting and um, we could set aside some differences and, you know, just get together. So I do want to get into these questions, I'll, I'll, though. I'll, 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 I'll clarify. I'm just going to quickly clarify the, re the reason I was asking you and this isn't me dredging up history or yeah. anything this is sure. um, i'm just clarifying uh -huh. the reason i did bring that up was because at the time you were saying you wanted to have conversations with atheists but then you were you know fairly aggressively calling atheism a cult uh, attacking <laughs> and 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 look whether whether it was tongue-in-cheek or, or whether it wasn't it, it sort of made me go well okay if you think that there's all these problems. What, what's, what's your purpose here? Are you trying to convert? Why, why do you want to have these conversations? Because I, I, I didn't think you were genuine in the reason you were having the, the conversations. But well, see, the know, thing like, is, though, like, I said, like I said, I think we've moved on. I think we, I yeah, think okay. we've moved <laughs> forward. But I just wanted to clarify. Yeah, yeah and I, I just, just like, hey, I just, I'm want, to say, I just want to say, I like I, Dawn Hub. Dawn Hub's funny. <laughs> Hey Dawn Hub, come and seriously, whenever you've got a show on, come come and jump in my chat. Uh, it, it'll be fun. You, you'll you'll have a good time. Okay. So anyway, um, this is a genuine question: Is being an atheist in an atheist community been more freeing for you to be yourself? Yes. Okay. Elaborate. Yep. Um, and my experience is different to others. Um, I was in church leadership. So I had to smile and be nice to people I probably mm -hmm. didn't want to be nice to, um, uh, who, who I wouldn't normally mm. associate with, just and, and purely because that was my job. Um, you know, I think there's what we used to call church face. Um, where yeah. everyone would smile. I think there was a lot of people, and you'd know within the church that you, you would have people smile and, and want to come up and have a conversation with you. And, you, you know, it was all just small talk. Mm -hmm. Whereas I think for me and my personal experience within the atheist community, I'm probably having more genuine conversations. Now, that, that's not to say yeah. I didn't have genuine conversations. I had some extremely close yeah. friendships within the church, and, and I've, I've got friends of mine who I spent years in church with who I am still very close with. Um, but, um, you know, uh, to answer your question, I, I, I'd say it's more freeing for me in the atheist community, yeah. So one thing I have down is that maybe, oh, two things, actually. One is that there's less pressure because, because like, th this is one thing that atheists love to throw around they love to throw around, they're like, oh, we don't have any doctrines, you don't have any books, you don't have any prophets. And yeah, that could yeah, actually yeah. be really uh, freeing, right? It could be really freeing for you. I know, I, know, I know where you're going here. This will be good, but go on. No, 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 that's that's not taking a, a, a shot at, at it. I mean, I could just tell you from my own personal experience, whenever I became atheist, 
and I moved to South Korea, it was like gloves off because I had to like uh, pretend to be, uh, you know, like my dad is a pastor. So I'll, I'll give you an example. Like, like one time I was getting a hotel with this girl and I walked into the hotel and lo and behold, like the daughter, oh God, the daughter of like the associate pastor is there. And I'm like, oh shit, she probably knows exactly what I'm here for. And I'm like, um, she was probably like, there for the same thing. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm sorry. She was the, 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 the counter. She was like, she worked the counter. And I was like, oh, I had a fight with my brother. I need to come. She's probably thinking like, yeah, right, bullshit. And so, yeah, it, it left me really on edge because I was doing all these things behind uh, everyone's back. And even as like a, and, a, and I was just a minister, you know, uh, this is a long time ago, but yeah, it, it, it put a lot of pressure on me. One, and then I was able to be myself um, over here in South Korea, just not have to worry about what my parents thought about me. So, you know, I yeah, think look, it, I, I, I can, I can empathize with that because one thing I, I didn't really change who I was um, when I was in church leadership and, and I knew, I know a few people used to sort of scratch their heads a little bit because, you know, a lot of people who are in church leadership where, where I was, they'd be very straighty 180, or at least they'd, they'd put that that on. What what happened behind closed doors was was probably a very different thing. Whereas mm -hmm. I didn't mind going down to the pub and having a drink. You know, I'd, I'd go and hang out with the lads. You know, I'd go and have a, a night out. It, it didn't bother me. Um, in, in fact, if I had a hey, night out, cheers Saturday, to that. It was better, it was cheers better to that. for my Absolute cheers to that. Um, uh, actually, I, uh, I want to say Kongbei. Kongbei, that's a Korean. Kongbei. Shlanjala. There you go. Um, so, what, what I actually like found is if I, if I had a, if I had a decent night out on the drink on a, uh, on a Saturday night, because I was in, um, I used to lead worship on a Sunday, uh, it would do wonderful things for my voice on a Sunday morning. Cause I, I don't know if you, I don't know if you've ever sung, but when you're, when you're not really a morning person, you wake up and it's cold and, and you're trying to get your voice warm, not fun. Hmm. Whereas, you know, if I had a decent night out, I'd be sounding like Barry White the next morning. It was sensational. <laughs> I'd be up there going, I had the whole worship thing down. I'd be like, everyone, I can just feel Jesus is coming into the room. Oh, God. Oh. You know yeah, I'd have that real, we love you, Jesus. Down low as hell. It's great. Right. I do it now. Yeah. Well, I know Aussies, Aussies can drink because I saw this article where at the soccer game, they were like, okay, Australian people are getting too drunk. And so they had to put a limit. On how many beers, how many beers the people, the Aussies could buy? And the limit was 32. Like, what human being could go to a soccer game, I'm sorry, a football game, and watch and drink 32? Like, I can't even see that unless you're drinking. Well, well, you see, you see, what, what, what you don't understand is um, at, at the football games or the soccer games, um, they, they, okay. only serve, they only serve mid-strength. So it's uh, only okay. really like having 24. Um, which is yeah, there's oh. nothing. Um, I, mean, but, uh, I, I, I can tell you, I actually did the um, did the maths with a mate once. We actually worked out it was cheaper for us to get a corporate box, like going to a corporate box where they had free drinks, than than go and sit out in the in the cheap seats and uh, and buy our own beers. 
But yeah, uh, right. we, we, we've got a very strong drinking culture. Um, in fact, the first currency yeah. in Australia was rum. Oh my God, that's bad. That's how you know that you have a drinking problem whenever currency is rum. But okay. No, we, we had a drink. So I do want to I do want to transition to question two is what advantages does a secular community uh, have as opposed to a religious community? None. None. There's no advantage to either community. Um, there's good and bad in both communities. I, I know people who um, have... Look, I, I remember people who were in a really, really bad way and then they found Jesus. Now, I don't believe that Jesus exists, but <laughs> what the church community did for them uh, was good. And, and you know, I don't think they would go backwards or I don't think they'd go back to their old lives, but um, but certainly it had a, a good impact on them. Um, right. about no, look, I, I don't think either. I, look, I think I, I'm not here to sell the atheist community because at the end of the day, atheism is the belief that there is a no cult. God or the position <laughs> that there is no God. Um, it's not a cult like Christianity, um, no, but um, it's... Uh, it is the position that there is no God. And, and and that's it. Now, now we form communities out of common interest. Now, you know, there, there's different sporting teams. I mean, I, I don't know. Are you a, a soccer man? You're a football man? You're baseball? What, what, what sport are you into, Isaiah? Okay, so back if in you the say day, no sport, I'm getting off this podcast right now. Uh, yeah, well, back in the day, I was, like, addicted to sports. Like, my room was an entire shrine to the Chicago Bulls. And this was never Jordan was playing. So Jordan was like a god. So I was a fan of Scottie Pippen. And so, uh, by the way, I, I remember you told me you liked the Tennessee or the Bucks. You told me you liked the Bucks, right? What, in basketball? No, 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 in football. Uh, but I, I don't know. Oh, oh the Buccaneers, okay. yeah, yeah. Well, no, no, I, I'm a Tom Brady fan. So I was a Patriots oh, okay. fan. And then he went to the... The, the Bucks and I became a Bucks fan. He retired from the Bucks and I was looking for a right. team. Uh, and I, I'd kind of settled on the Dallas Cowboys, actually. But then he uh, he announced he was coming back to play another season. So I'm a Bucks fan again. Okay. All right. Well, well, the thing is, okay, so Derek Carr is from my hometown. And so I'm happy to go with the Raiders because okay. I've always been a Raiders fan. But now Bakersfield, California, I know they just moved to Nevada, so I really shouldn't support them. Because they left so, California. Right. So, so here's, 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 here's the point I was making. Mm -hmm. Is there any advantage to being a, a Raiders fan as opposed to a Newcastle United fan in the English Premier League? No. no it's because just, the Raiders suck. They suck every year. They let us down every year. So, so no. I got to say no. I'll, I'll, talk to you about the, I'll talk to you about the Dragons one day. It's, uh, they're an Australian team. <laughs> They break my heart every every year. But but look, I guess the point the point I'm making is we we find communities <laughs> with people based on common interests and and things we have in common. Um, you, you know, I, look, even even you and I, we we have a, a common interest in in podcasting and, and and YouTube. So so you know, we we form a community there. Um, so look, the atheist community and religious communities 
realistically, there's good and bad in both. Now, there's certainly very damaging aspects to religious communities, um, especially, I think, for for younger people, but there's damaging aspects to non-religious communities as well. Now, whether one outweighs the other, I, I don't know. Um, well, that, that's that's up to the individual experience. For, for my experience, there, there's no advantage to either. I was quite content in... In, in fact, I probably had it better realistically when, when I was Christian because, I mean, I was, I was a pastor. Well, you know, I was... Well, sorry. I, I'll take that back. I, I wasn't ordained, but I was in church leadership. I preached. I led worship. Um, you, you know, I did pastoral care. I'd studied a Bachelor of Theology and Ministry. Yeah. So, I mean, for, for all intensive purposes, all intents and purposes, I, I was a pastor. Um so, so my experience within the church wasn't a negative one. My experience leaving the church was an extremely negative one, um, but my experience within the church wasn't a negative one. It was the the reason. The only reason I left was because I didn't believe, and and I couldn't continue with something I didn't you know, buy into anymore. That, that that would be dishonest. Now I know there's a lot of people who. Um, um, oh God, the scummer! See, see, this is—I'm going to have to cancel scummer after this. Um, anyway, he, he supports a bad team, so I feel like sorry for him. Um, he's. Um, see, this is what happens when you lose your train of thought. But um, no, look, I, I was—I was quite content within religious communities, and it was to my benefit to stay there. I mean, the the religious organizations i was with i mean had i stuck with it i mean all these years later i mean i would definitely be leaving a church i probably would have a book out possibly a, a cd or two um because they, they just they, they have been released anyway without me um so i would have yeah. a very comfortable life so there was no benefit for me to leave and and i was quite happy there hold on i do have a piece of advice for you though if you release a book um make sure you release like a book with an american accent so the americans can understand it because or at least put the r's at the end of words because you just said care and i was thinking how do you actually spell that like k-e-h care it has a meal name you do realize where's that, the r you? where's the r though you just totally neglect the r the care you gotta put care in it so actually that leads me right into the next question because I do want to get on. We still have, we're only halfway there. But is it hard to connect to someone based off a lack of belief in something? Because I, I do have to tell you this, Chris. I find I find the atheist community to be bizarre in this out in this respect because I find it really strange that anybody would define themselves off of something that they don't believe in. So as much as I don't believe in astrology or um, leprechauns like i would never take that on to my so it seems like you have to have something else that and, and, and I saying, you, you completely chopped in and out there all i heard was it went uh, 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 leprechauns uh, uh, uh. so can you start okay, again? yeah I, I disconnected the cord um so i find the atheist community to be extremely bizarre that anyone would define themselves by something that they don't believe in so as much as I don't believe in leprechauns, I'm pretty sure they don't exist. But I don't know. I've never been to Scotland. So or are they from Ireland or Scotland? I don't know. I'm American. So, you know, I don't know geography. Ireland, yeah. Okay, Ireland. Well, 
as much as I don't believe in them, I would never define myself and join a leprechaunist groups. You know, so I would never go to a, a leprechaunist convention or join a, a leprechaunist, um, you know, Facebook group. So it just seems it, for me, it's a little bizarre to define yourself by something you don't believe in. So it seems like you have to have something that you do believe in. How, so, how many? Okay. Well, but no, I'll, I'll answer that. And, and good. I, I'm I'm going to answer it with a question. How many leprechaun churches do you have in your in in the city you live in? Korea? Yeah. How many I, leprechaun I, churches are there? As far as I'm aware of, zero. Okay. Um, how many people who are believers in leprechauns are trying to uh, force your children to uh, acknowledge there are lucky charms and gold under rainbows? Zero. There you go. Now, okay. now, now, now. Let's let, let's flip that. In, in in a Western country, um, where Christianity has dominated for a number of years, there are Christian. The Christianity does have a big cultural and political and societal impact. So it's naturally going to bring people together. But it's just like anything. When you have something in common, you we form communities. It's what we do as a species. You form communities with people who have the same religious ideal as you. People who are, are Muslims, they'll, they'll form, you know, do the same. People who like the same sporting team will form a community based on that. Um, look, I've got friends of mine who... Um, what we have in common has nothing to do with religion or no religion. I have no idea whether they believe in a God or not. And it just wouldn't, wouldn't be an issue if they did. Is that relevant? No. I mean, look, in, in a way you and I have formed a community because we have a common interest. Mm -hmm. So, so people who have, have a common, a common position, or have a common experience. Now, in, in my case, where I came into it was my experience was was quite a, a bad one leaving the church and the way I was treated. And I found other people who had had a similar experience, we were able to talk about it and help each other through it, and that's where we form a community. By the way, I'm not sure if I told you this, but I had to remind you, I had to... I had to remind myself to thank you for keeping the camera off so I don't have to keep staring at your face. But uh, that's a side point. But can it's you tell only, me about It's only because I'm sitting <laughs> here in my underwear, so, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, well, thank you even more. Then. So then and, can and, I ask and, you... And, really I charge, and I charge extra for that, so... What was your experience in leaving? Like, uh, did, did they go after you from the pulpit or were they just really mean or rude to you? People who... I thought were very good friends of mine. I suddenly realized actually weren't good friends of mine. Um, there were people who were hanging on to me because I had a position of authority within the church. Uh, you know, look, I had people who have shunned me, um, who would cross the road if they saw me coming. Now, now these are people who I, I was very close with and like to the point where we would catch up on a weekly basis. Um, I had a, a friend of mine who I was a groomsman at his wedding. He um, he, read a, he read a Bible passage at mine. I introduced him to his wife. Um, Whoa. And, and he absolutely blocked me. 
just completely he 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 sat me down and tried to reconvert me uh, uh, sorry we also used to live together me and this guy used to live together Whoa. when he needed somewhere to live he came and he lived with me for for a year um a year I, a year quite literally i introduced him introduced him to his wife um in fact he who was a who went to school with my wife um yeah and this guy now he just we we the last conversation we have we met at a cafe. He said, I really want to catch up with you. I want to understand what's going on. I explained to him why I'd left, um, what the process was for me, uh, and said, but look, I mean, you and I are friends. We will always be friends. We have always been friends. Um, yes, we've got, you know, you know, church thing in common, but that doesn't mean that we still can't go out for dinner. Um, what he did was he then said, as we were leaving, can I pray for you? He wanted to publicly pray for me. I said, no, I'm not comfortable with that. Um, and he blocked me, absolutely blocked like me. On Facebook or Twitter? Yeah, yeah, Facebook. Um, stopped taking my calls, would have nothing to do with wow. me. This is someone who I genuinely, genuinely consider. I mean, I, like I said, I was a groomsman at this guy's wedding. He he was he played a part in my wedding. He was someone who I had actually considered at one point to potentially be a godparent for my wow. my oldest child. Um, we were very very close. But the sad thing is, he that wasn't the exception. That was that was the typical response that I got. Um, in fact, realistically, from my church days, there is probably three people who I was close with back then that I remain close with now um and one of them it's probably because they're no longer in the church um and and the others are just genuine friends who you know one one would love to see me reconvert and yeah but it happens i see what i found was there was a couple of different there was the people who just shunned me like that then there were the people who wanted to try and reconvert me so they only stayed in contact because they wanted to reconvert me because, you know, it's the big scout to, you know, the pastor who who left and, and yeah. became an atheist to, to get him back into the fold. It was like a big win for them. But the, the problem is most of these people, I mean, what they didn't understand was I was leading them in church and I understood and know the Bible better than most of these people. So they would try and throw things at me. And, and it's like I had thought of these things. Look, if there, if there was anything, I'd come back. And that I was very genuine about that. If there's anything... I will come back. If Show me I'm wrong. I want to be wrong. I didn't want to be right. But people treated me so poorly on the way out. And, and what was worse was they, they did it to my wife and my children. Um, you know, it's people who had been friends with my wife stopped speaking to her. Um, wow. You know, I had to, had to try and explain to, to my young children why, why they weren't seeing their friends anymore why their friends weren't coming over anymore. And that's that's a really horrible aspect of, of the church and and some of those communities. So so my experience within the church was great. Coming out of it, not so great. And it actually made me sort of look back and question, well, that, those relationships, that, that friendship I had, that, that guy who I was a groomsman at his wedding, was he ever really my friend? Was that 15 years of friendship? Or was that 15 years of we had something in common? Okay, so Chris, there's two things I want to ask you. First of all, 
I'm wondering if you could tell me because you've told me how you told me what happened, but can you tell me how that made you feel to go through that? Like, like just apart from factual, like what is the actual feeling as you're trying to process that or trying to explain things to your children? It broke my heart. Absolutely broke my heart because I, I mean, look, I, I'm, I'm a big boy. I can, I can deal with these things. I can, I, and I'm pretty direct. I'll just go, well, you know what? That person was just an asshole and they clearly weren't my friend to start with. And it's probably better I know now than spend another 20 years getting close yes. with these people. And, you know, well, I mean, well, the, the, the person, the, the, one, the one I'm highlighting, because that, that's probably the one that stung the most, that was 15 years of friendship. That was 15 years of friendship. And ultimately, because I no longer, something that was out of my control, mm -hmm. I no longer mm -hmm. believed what he believed, which I couldn't help. I didn't, I didn't want to not believe. See, see that, was, Chris that was the thing. But, but that's, that's something that unfortunately that wasn't the exception. That was, that was, this, that was the standard. And I'm talking about people who were, were just regular churchgoers, people in leadership. Um, you know, we're, we're talking some, you know, pretty, pretty well-connected people within the church. It was not a good experience. Yeah, okay. So I totally get that, Chris. But a couple of things, okay? Because what it seems like you're saying, you're a big boy, but one of the things that gets you the most is never something, something's related to your, your child, you know, your children. And I remember That's on cool. our talk, you talked about, you talked about how seeing your child um, for the first time was like a life changer for you. And it was for me too. You know, I was divorced with my wife. It's a, I think it's a life changer for anyone. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Well, it should be. It should be. It yeah, there's should a lot be. of, I know a lot of people that are really horrible parents, but. Uh, point is, is that I was divorced from my wife for five years because I was out, wasn't a believer, um, was an atheist myself. And, um, you know, that I had the same exact experience as you, let's just say that. And I will say this, that because I got shunned by my own mother, I mean, you think that's bad. I went home for Christmas and my mom wouldn't even speak to me. She wouldn't even acknowledge me. And actually, my mom died four months after that fact. She died on my birthday in April. But so the last time that. I... What? I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, thank you. That's, that's last, really sad. Yeah, the last time I saw my mom, she, she wouldn't even look at me in the eyes. So I totally get that. But I do want to relate to you on something because you've talked about maybe there might be some kind of inconsistencies uh, between some of the things I've said and uh, how I live out, you know, maybe... But the reality is, though, is that a lot of that, and I've told you this in, in the stream, a lot of that came after atheists going after my daughter. You know what I mean? Like, okay, if you disagree with me, if you think I'm full of shite, okay, you can tell me that I could take whatever you have to throw at me. But why do you need to bring my daughter into this equation? You know what I mean? Why because do you need that's to what assholes do. Because right, they, right. they've got a rise out of you. That, that's, okay. look, that, that, but, but the thing is, okay, mm -hmm. all right, now, now I'll ask you this. Is that the exception or the rule? I, I'm uh, going to say it's the exception. Okay, but the rule has been that atheists have absolutely shown me 
nothing but contempt and and an absolute uh hatred and disrespect online and i'll tell you this chris because am, am, I have am, a I, am i here right now what am i here right now yes i'm not shunning you <laughs> you called me you called me i tangelo i mean it's i can it. forgive a lot of stuff and, but and, on tangelo come on now that's a low blow chris <laughs> Well, I, I, th I think right. at, I think at the time I think at the time it, it was justified. Um, but like I said, <laughs> we we've moved beyond that, haven't we? Yeah. Let, yeah let's not dredge up the time. But but look, yeah, the but, thing but, is, okay, okay, and and you've meant you've mentioned this about your daughter a, a few times, and and I I know how I'd react in in the same situation. I'd I'd be rovable. I'd I'd be, yeah. I I get how you feel as as from one father to another. I get how you feel. But that's a couple of assholes online. That is not in any way, shape, or form representative of atheism as a whole, or even like 0.1% of it. Well, but the thing is, you got to understand something. You see something as an insider, right? You don't know what it's like to be treated as an outsider from that group. So I don't know. I think. I think if I, you I, reckon, I reckon I reckon I know probably better than you might imagine what it's like to be treated as an outsider within the atheist community. I'm a conservative in the atheist community. How, how do you think that goes on Twitter? They go after you. Oh hell yeah, of course. People people will go after people go after people. People are assholes. There's good and bad within all communities. Okay, and, and look, the atheist community, see, see, the thing is people look at the atheist community as, as if it's this some, some small thing. Hell no. I mean, if you look at actual belief systems, atheism is number three in the world. There's more of us than there are Hindus. Um, you know, you know it would be like saying that the Christian community and comparing your actions to the actions of some random Christian in Peru um, yeah, or, or you know, even looking at some of the the, the Christian terrorist organisations in in Africa and saying, you know, that comparing you to to that, it, it's not relevant because there are good and bad within all communities, and the broader that that community is, the more you're going to get. Look, atheism. There is a billion atheists or, or secular people in the world right now, and I can assure you that's not a representative community in the same as Christianity is not a representative community. Um, there's one thing in common in both of those, you know, Christianity, there's the belief in Jesus that he died on the cross and rose three days later. Um, atheism is the belief that there, or the position belief, however you want to put it, that there are no gods. Or you know whether it's a secular um, thing that um, yeah and and actually Scammer puts a good point. Um, yeah, who's Jimmy Snow? Uh, I don't even know who that is. Mister Atheist, Jimmy Snow, one of the biggest assholes that uh, Zeus ever gave life to. Um, he, he's a he's. Well, I was going to say that, that God ever gave life to, but I thought no, you might take that the wrong way, so I threw Zeus in there. Um, <laughs> Chris, you do understand I'm not like a hardliner. You know what I mean? You, you do, me you do realize I was being a smartass there, don't you? Yeah, I, I'm just, I, I can laugh at irreverent humor. Like, actually, you know, uh, if, if you have a clever joke, I'm, I'm totally fine with that too. Anyway. 
yeah. But, but look, um, yeah, when, when I when I first came into the community, um, that and there's there's a video I've got on that for anyone who wants to go on my channel, just yeah, you know, Jimmy Snow, atheist pastor. Um, you know, it's I almost got cancelled out of the atheist. What I thought was the the, the entire atheist community before I even really got into it. Um, so so look, there, there's there's good and bad in all communities, but but the point I'm trying to make is your experience with a couple of atheists. That's like me saying all Christians are like Darth Dawkins and Atangelo. And you would agree that that is not representative. You agree that they're not representative of all Christians, correct? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, those assholes who went after your daughter—they were trolls who were who were trying to get a rise out of you, and you're still talking about it. So they got you. But yeah, still a father, you. yeah, of course. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna call out the other atheists who, because okay, you're absolutely right, Chris. I agree with that. There are total idiots on both sides. The issue that I've had is that I haven't seen atheists call that kind of behavior out. I mean, I will tell I'm you this. Calling it out. I'm calling it out right now. I know Godless okay, Scummer well, has called it out when you've mentioned it to him. Oz has called it out when you've mentioned it to him. Any atheist, anytime you mention this, we call it out. Well, uh, we uh, say it's you. wrong. That's well, uh, I, reckon, I, reckon if, I reckon if you were to say to, to Oz, and, and I, I know you, know, you, you don't like Oz, and, and I, I do. Um, Come on, I, I don't say I don't like you. him. I, I don't say that. I, I pray for that dude. I love that guy. But don't, 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 don't put intention to that. I'm not going to, I'm not going to put that into, uh, I, I think we, we can agree that you two don't get along. Let, let, let's, let's leave it. Let, let's, let's put it that way. Um, but the, the point I'm trying to make is that, yeah, hey, if you bring that up, yes, we will say that is bullshit. That is wrong. That should not happen every time. And every time, every right. time you've brought it up, people have said, "Yes, that's wrong," but that's not representative of the atheist community as a whole. All right. Any, any more than any more than Darth Dawkins is. It'd be like me saying, "Well, well, yeah, Isaiah, I, I, I won't have anything to do with Christianity because Darth Dawkins is an asshole." You've literally said that name ten times. Darth He's Dawkins, gonna appear behind Dawkins. me and kill me on camera in front of God and, he hasn't and everybody shown up, to see him. And he hasn't shown and up because Darth Dawkins, Darth Dawkins fears the atheist pastor. Oh God! Seriously though, I I hate using that name. I am his kryptonite. Him. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, I do want to get on to the next question here. <laughs> we have kind of a funny conversation here, but um, oh yeah, this is an interesting one because whenever I was an atheist. I had graduated from a Bible college and I like genuinely thought about either attending or starting an atheist church. Because what's, what's your favorite Bible verse? Verse? I got a tattoo in my Timothy 6 8. Having food and clothes. You have a different idea. So, was that Ephesians 6 8? Having food and clothes, let us be content. Okay. See, I was always a Philippians 4.13 kind of guy. Yeah. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. That that was that was always um, that was always my my go-to. Uh, in fact, I, at my wedding, uh, I actually had um, two friends of mine. They read the entire Philippians four. Um, yeah, it was that was that was nice. But um, it's, it's interesting because most widely misinterpreted and taken out of context scripture in the entire Bible. But okay. Which uh, one? Philippians four thirteen. Yeah, because he's actually talking about being content in whatever circumstances that you have. 
So for example, I have... Yeah, that, uh, that's exactly what it means. Oh, let me finish, let me finish. I have uh, Timothy 6.8 here, and it says, having food and clothes, let us be content. So uh, for me, I derive, um, I derive, you know, contentment from knowing God and to uh, having a relationship and doing my work here as a missionary. And so uh, it doesn't come, I actually live in public housing here in South Korea. So that doesn't bother me one bit um, that uh, I live in very meager circumstances because no, I, would trade, I wouldn't trade circumstances for a billion dollars. You couldn't trade, pay a trillion dollars to leave here what I'm doing because I'm so, I believe in what I'm doing so much that uh, it's worth more than anything in the world. But anyway, go ahead. No, no, no. I was just, um, I just, I just uh, curious. Uh, you know, I think you can, you can learn a lot about a person from uh, from the Bible verse they like. You know, I used to think that, but uh, maybe, maybe I'll encourage you to have a look at Ezekiel twenty three twenty later. All right, I'll take a look at it. But um, right, right, okay, so write, write, that, write, write, write that one down. Read it later and tell me what you think. Ezekiel what? Ezekiel twenty three twenty. Okay. Uh, I do want to get into to this next question. We have two more questions here, but uh, would you attend an atheist church? Um, Probably like a not. church like the bunch of uh, atheists. Oh, no, look, probably not. Um, not not regularly, I guess. You know, <laughs> I, I I just don't see the point. Neil six hundred four atheist had the best. You know six six hundred four atheist. He's yeah, under no, the no, Commonwealth no. of you, but he said that he would attend if the people paid him a twenty percent tithe. Oh, hey, look! If I was running it and getting getting the tithe, yeah, maybe that's a different story. Look, I yeah. know. Um, oh, and 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 his name um, completely. I can't think of his name. He was a, a former preacher who. Who left the church? He actually wrote a book about it, and I've read the book. Um, Dave Warnick? No, 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 no. Oh God, I've got it on Audible. Dan Barker? Um, no, no. It, it, it's one of those ones. Dillahunty. 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 Oh God, no. No, I wouldn't be quite in Dillahunty. That guy's a dickhead. <laughs> um, in my opinion. Um, I, see, see, there you go. There's there's a difference within the atheist community. I, I'm not not a fan in any way, shape, or form of Matt Dillahunty. Um, you know, I don't know if he's oh, sorry, I should probably shouldn't call him a dickhead. Um, because I don't know. He's probably he a very watching. nice person. He might be one of the eight uh, people watching. So watch yourself. Uh, well, look, if if he if he is, he is. Um Jerry DeWitt, I'm talking about. Jerry DeWitt. Um he's um yeah, he he started an atheist church and 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 I think I think look, I think that was more to fill a gap. And I think there, there maybe there is a place for people who have left religion, um, who who need that routine and who enjoy that sense of community. That uh, in in I guess the style of a church, um, yeah. But for me, no, look, I I'm not yeah. going to lie. I enjoy my Sunday sleep-ins. Uh, would you give? So maybe the atheist church would meet like at one o'clock uh, in the afternoon. But uh, would you ever give a secular sermon, like a sermon? with principles based in like secularism or, or humanism well look i mean it's a, a lot of the sermons that you give essentially there's a method to the sermon that you give and you've got the point that you want to make so you always write the conclusion first you always know the point you want to get to 
then you write the introduction so you know how you're going to start it and you fill it in fill in the rest so you could do a secular sermon in the same way as a religious sermon very easily um, the only difference would be at the end and at the start um, you would have a lot less jesus and certainly you wouldn't be using any bible verses in between but uh, yeah, it wouldn't be too hard to... It's just a motivational speech half the time. Motivational speech. So, okay. All right, that's fair enough. Um, finally, I think I have the last question here. But <clears throat> what do you miss most about uh, the atheist... Or I'm mean, not the atheist church. What do you miss most about church in general? Oh, by the way, and I will say one thing about the the atheist churches, I think one thing that they miss is like someone teaching like ethics to their children. Uh, because I, I heard this story of like this, this lady who was a Catholic and she wanted to become an atheist, but she would literally drive her daughter to church and just wait out in like the parking lot. And uh, because she wanted her to learn or just be educated, at least I'm not exactly sure what the motivation is, but I think having something for your kids to do like that. And, you know, I, I do think you, Christians can learn a lot from secular, uh, hmm. secular morality. I really do. And uh, from a, I, I, mentioned... I, think, I think, I think we can all learn from each other. Uh, yeah. Incidentally, sorry, really, really quickly. I want to say, cause I see the chat is going pretty crazy. Um, if anyone does have any questions, I'm happy to stay back and answer any questions afterwards. Um, but, but sorry, I, I guess to, to get to your, we can we can both learn from each other. I, I would yeah. have no issue um, using lessons from the Bible. Um, you know, look, I'm not one of these people that's going to say, "Oh, the Bible's this evil book and it's all terrible and there's slavery in it and, and stuff like that." I, I know that there's there's good lessons to be learned out of the Bible. Um, if my children suddenly decided that they wanted to go to church, I would take them to a church. I, it wouldn't wouldn't bother me. Um, Look, there, there's, you know, it's the, the the Christian Church and the Bible have had a massive impact on the society that both you and I are a part of, the Western Western world, um, and that's whether atheists like it or not. Um, it, it's a reality, and, and there are some decent lessons in there. You know, uh, you know, turn the other cheek, do unto others as they would do to you. You know, the lesson about you know wolves in sheep's clothing. Um, you know, certainly a lot of the parables. I think I think um, Jesus, if he, well, I, I think that some form of Jesus may have existed, not not necessarily like in the Bible, but but certainly um, the character is not a bad character. He, he's a, he's a decent person. I think there's decent lessons that can be learnt there, and. and and I, I've got no issue with that. I think that there's good secular principles that that mm -hmm. can be applied in you know in Christian circles, and certainly I know that I secular that. principles were used um, in in sermons. Certainly, I, I was a part of, and, and we would use the world around us to to discuss what was going on. Um, there, there's no there's no issue with either of us recognizing that there's good in. Yeah. What the other in the other's position, uh, and there's also there's there's bad there's bad in in secular there's bad in in religion, and there's no issue with us 
being in the same society and, and a very global yeah. society, drawing on lessons. I, I think there's potentially, and I've never really looked into it, but there's probably lessons that could be learned from the Quran, the Book of Mormon, um, mm -hmm. you know, the, the Bhagavad Gita. Really? Yeah. Um, you know, it's one, one, of my, one of my good mates, Jay. Uh, I mean, he's a Buddhist. You know, it's and he, he's always dropping Dalai Lama stuff, and I'm always, you know, giving him a hard time about it in in, in jest. But um, look, there, there's there's a, there, there is good in and good moral, well, from my opinion, morals because I think morals is, is certainly something that is subjective. Um, that there's good morals that can be found all around. Now, you, you say that. There's no ethics torch. I, I dis I disagree. I think ethics is. No I, ethics I know you're, you're an ethics taught to children. Um, ethics is taught to. I know that we have ethics classes um, for those who don't want to do scripture here um, in Australia. It's a common thing. Um, yeah, and I, I think that we, as parents, you know, assuming you know, you're, you're a decent parent, um, which I, I think you are, and I think most people are. You, you do pass on your values and your morals to your children. Now, whether that's through a religious foundation or whether that's through any other foundation, naturally we pass our values on to our children. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's a good one. Um, wow, thank you for sharing that. Um, oh, he's frozen. Hang on. Yeah, I'm looking. At, I'm looking at the uh, the feed, and he's frozen. So, I might actually have control of the um, the podcast here. This is this is interesting. So, okay. Well, while he's frozen, if anyone's got a question, throw it. Oh, hang on. He's moving again. He's back. You're back. Oh, Chris, you have more experience doing this than, than I do. So we we we, we lost uh, you there for no, a second. I do want to wrap. You're frozen. Yeah. Yeah, I do want to wrap this up here because we are, are coming on the top of the hour. There's been too many. Yeah. I need to. I I need to get a. Uh, I need to get a someone who controls the. What do they call it? Uh, a producer, but you know, uh, actually today, yeah, just today I had a conversation with um, with my other American co-host, who's uh, his name's Kaz. He has a couple of atheist uh, talk shows or whatever, but uh, we were talking about secular uh, parenting and i think that he was talking a lot about about try, about trying to understand and explain the ethics to his children and using um you know using philosophy and logic to do so and i think i i, I have a lot of issues i mean chris this is generally speaking i i just generally want you to know this this isn't trying to appease you or any other atheist i have more issues on average with Christians than I do with atheists, you know, that's legitimately, I'm being 100% legitimate. And I definitely do think Christians can learn a lot from uh, atheists. You, you mentioned about Jay, man, I've learned from so much. Some of my best friends are Muslims, you know, and I've learned from them. Um, I've learned from people who are Hindu. I've learned from, I've learned from children, you know, I've learned from children in Haiti after the earthquake. I've learned lessons on the side of the road, the places who with, with, people who were absolute desolate, who didn't have two nickels to or two gourds to rent to rub, rub together. And so, you know, if we're open, this is, this is legitimately my, my opinion on this matter. I'm going to, I'm going to wrap up right now, but my idea is that we're on this planet. 
I was an atheist at a different time than you. Probably whenever you were a Christian, I was an atheist. So right. we're like, we're crisscrossing paths here. You know what I mean? At different stages, we might be more aware of something and have some kind of deeper introspection. So, and so if, some, I go, if I go back to the church, you're in trouble, mate. What was that? So if I go back to the church, that means you're in trouble. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good one, good one. No, look, yeah, look, it's interesting. I think I think we do have a similar um, similar experience, but you know, maybe mirrored. Um, can I ask you a question, though? I'd like to ask you a question. What have you learned from this conversation today? Uh, probably that I shouldn't paint with such a broad stroke with uh, with atheists. Probably you're not as big as a what word can I insert here? Well, I guess I guess I got to humanize you a lot more because honestly, the kind of stuff that you're saying about me was just so inaccurate and so like the things that you were saying was like I, I, I'll willing to grant this that there's miscommunications where on I can barely I can understand about half the words you say because you don't even you never pronounce the R's. So I'll grant that there's some stuff that maybe just cultural miscommunication. But the stuff that you were saying about me was completely, absolutely like an actor. I'm not a fundamentalist. I'm not a hardliner. I'm not someone who desires to go after and hurt people from the LGBT plus community. We support an LGBT uh, anti-bullying campaign here. And so, uh, but I think under, listening to you and kind of understanding maybe some of the motivations behind uh, maybe some of the things you might've said, uh, I've definitely been able to humanize you a lot more. I was actually really shocked whenever the thing that you posted on Twitter, like you didn't know how this would go. I was genuinely looking forward to having an open and honest conversation. And do you believe that we had that? I'll have to teach you about how to promote a, uh, a show later. That, that was that was more promotion than I, I knew this would be a decent conversation. What was more promotion? Well, well, you know, it's if I put, I'm going to have a nice, friendly conversation. No one's going to come. Watch. Oh, oh if, okay, if okay, 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 okay. Let's see. This could go either okay. way. And and, and no. look, I, actually, I did come in sort of going. Uh, look, I had the, I came in with the attitude of, if you were going to have a reasonable conversation, I was going to have a reasonable conversation. Mm -hmm. If you had have gone down the, atheism is a cult. <laughs> I've explained that to you already. Then 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 let let me tell you, it, it was on. Um, <laughs> So, so it could have gone either way, but it has been a reasonable conversation, and and I'd like to think that that hopefully, by having a conversation with me, maybe it softened your heart a little bit to why atheists, I, I guess, why the atheist community you've come across is defensive at times, um, why you know people don't necessarily want to have conversations with with people of you know particularly the christian faith because of experiences that they've they've had um hopefully it's given you a better understanding and hopefully it helps you to engage maybe not differently but helps you to engage better with with the well, community in the same way that maybe this conversation will help me engage better with the christian community you know, Chris, just on a personal level, and I, I, I sent you a picture of me sending my packages out to uh, 12 atheists who have trusted me with their addresses from this podcast. So, you know, like on a personal level, 
when I'm dealing with it's just like free shit to be honest with you (laughs) yeah they like uh I've sent them some really cool um Korean gifts but but the thing is as far as I'll just I'll be very honest about this when people went after my daughter and said stuff like she was going to grow up to be a prostitute she wasn't my child I should get a paternity test uh she was going to grow up to have gang guys running gang bangs on her when they said that those kind of things about my daughter my willingness to sit down and have like uh, at least written conversations because i understand whenever you don't have to see someone it's a di- bit a different story right uh you can say and i i'll admit i can fall into that you can write whatever chuckle and get off but whenever you have to see someone face to face and say that it's a bit of a different story and i think that's one of the okay, one so, of the most so I, hold on hold on uh, i'm talking chris that's one of the most dangerous oh. Things about <laughs> that's one. No, I haven't really. Yeah, don't don't piss. No, me no, I, I, I do. I do need to ask you an important question, and, and, and there's oh, a reason oh, I interrupted. There's oh, a reason oh. I interrupted. Okay. Well, good, good. Since you've interrupted, okay. go ahead, take it over. What what country were these people from? I have no idea. It's on. This is like it's on. It's on Discord. I I will never go to Discord again. I how, how do you know they're atheists? Because I was in an atheist group. I mean, okay. Are you an atheist? Okay, Chris, I, I do want to, I, I, I got on to have some genuine conversations with people online. And if you disagree with something that they say, or mm-hmm. I didn't know what this word meant. They called me a cuck. Apparently a cuck is a guy who likes to have guys what, have sex yeah, with their wives. Crazy. And I'm like, I, I didn't even know what that word was, much less being one. So it's like, what does it have to do with anything? So as far as the online, like, the groups, I will not engage in any more talks. Now, one-on-one, I absolutely love to have conversations and learn it from people. But um, yeah, I, I have nothing but disdain for those kind of groups. So I mean, Twitter, all that, I'm done with it. You know, I really am because um, I, I, you could attack me till, you could insult me, my lips deformed, I'm bald, I'm fat. You could go after me all day long. I'm good at that. You go after my daughter, it's a totally different game. You know, that's a different territory. So anyway, uh, do you have any last thoughts? Chris? Yeah. Um, it's top of the hour. So, so okay. So what I would like to – I'm going to prove a point to you. I just need two minutes to prove the point to you. Um, uh, hold on, Chris. Hold on. I, I want to interrupt you like you interrupted me. Okay. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, go for it. Good. Floor's yours. Okay. Um what I was going to say is, if there's any questions from the um, from the the chat, I'm happy to to answer them right now. Um, just while I, I just want to prove, I just want to prove a point. But um, if if there's any questions from the chat, if you want to throw them at me, I'm happy to do that. I just need a minute to do something. Yeah, please. So, any any questions? Um, I'll, I'll let you. I'll let you lead this, Isaiah, because I'm. I'm not actually looking at the screen right now because I'm just quickly doing something. I haven't been really following, but uh, I will say this: that uh, I, your your links are in the description. So, uh, Chris, I I I apologize to you on another podcast, but I do want to apologize to you on this podcast because you did invite me into your fold, and um, I did let my instincts get the better of me, my paternal instincts get the better of me because again it's a different story whenever you go after someone's daughter you know what i mean i can trigger a response that like i would like literally kill myself just 
to um, see my daughter. You know what I mean? So it's like it triggered a a beastly response out of me. That's all I'll say. And it's not right. And you invited me to your place. And I actually enjoyed my time on Six Pack. I've interviewed God. I've interviewed a scammer. I've interviewed um, a Matt. So uh, I appreciate you inviting me into your fold. That's all I'll say. Look, yeah, I mean that's that's something I think we've we've moved past. Um, sure. And I and I appreciate the apology. I apologize. And and like and like I said, it's one thing to apologize. I, I think actions speak louder than words. So far, so good. Um, and I couldn't prove my point because um, it's not working for me. But okay, so the point I the point I was going to make is I can I can jump on here right onto this conversation, this stream right now, and I can type anything in the chat and say that I'm a Christian. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm clearly not one. People who go in, especially Discord, you get mm -hmm. trolls in there. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I, I know atheists who will go and troll Christians. Um, you know, Christians will troll it. it. It's it's the internet is a cesspool. But but what you're doing is, and this is some advice I'm I'm going to to give you, and, and whether you take it or not is up to you. you. You keep going back to what these assholes on Discord said about your daughter. Every time you mention it, they win, because you're still talking about it. You are still talking about it, and it is having a profound impact on you. Now. If we were in the church, what I would say is you need to give that to Jesus. Give it to God. Wow. Let him deal with it. Okay? Um, now, if that's how you want to deal with it, I think that could be a good thing for you. Give it to God. Give it to God. Let, let God deal with that. Because at the end of the day, you're still here talking about it and it is having an emotional impact on you and it's sitting on your heart and you can't let go of it. But the thing is, you don't know who those people were. They could have been some anonymous 14-year-olds sitting behind knowing that they would get a rise out of you. And because they got a rise out of you, mm -hmm. what they do is they just go more and more extreme, mm -hmm. more extreme and more extreme. That's what they do. That's what these assholes do on the internet. I mean, my attitude is I just tell them to, to F off and, and ignore Bugger off, them. bugger off. That's the right word, yeah. bugger off. Bugger off, yeah. Um, <laughs> Which, which ironically means technically the same as F, but anyway, um, <laughs> it's just in a different spot. Um, but that's it. Um, Americans, Americans don't don't Google what he just said right now. But okay. But uh, yeah, they can Google if they want. Maybe it's their thing. Um, that's all fine. Um, but but look, the point I'm making is that you keep talking about this. I think you need to move on and I think you need to understand there are trolls on the internet. They got you. And if they knew you were still talking about this, oh, they would just be, they're winning. Why the hell would you want these assholes to win? It's, I, I think it's time for you right here, right now to go, you know what? I'm going to move forward from this. Whether you want to, if you want to give it to God, give it to God. If that's what's going to work from you, for you. If you're in a secular community, I'd say, you know what? It's just time to just, Give Wash it to it away, wipe it away, or give it give it to Marks. I'll uh, give it to Ra. <laughs> Sorry, Ra. He's promoting stuff. No, um, that's a joke, by the give way. It to um, give it to Darwin. But, but look, I, I think you need to move on from that. If if well, this is something you. that's happened and and it's impacted you this way, 
move on because why talk about it? Why give them the power? You're giving them the power. Don't give them the power. Well, I've definitely learned a lot from you then. Um, uh, that's all I have to say. Thank you. Thank you for joining me. Are, are you back on with um, reticles or six pack? Um, yeah, look are, here are and you? there. It's, um, I'm, I'm going to do more podcast style things where, where I probably have more one-on-one -on -one conversations. It, it was getting a little bit hard to get everyone together on a on a Friday night. But um, it was it was there any questions that anyone wanted to throw at me just quickly while I'm here? I I've honestly been so caught up in the conversation. I haven't really been checking, so I do apologize for that. Um, yeah, I think I think yeah, someone, I think, I, think I, did see, I think I did see someone ask why I walked away from Christianity. I think it might have been Dawn Harbour if I'd come to the conclusion. Yeah, I, I came to the conclusion that Christianity is false. Pretty simple. I wish I hadn't come to that conclusion, but I, I worked out it was because there's some things that are inconsistent in the Bible that um, that, as far as I'm concerned, absolutely prove it's false. It's not a case of it's just a lack of belief or any of that kind of soft atheist bullshit. Um, I, I will sit here and say that it is false. I do not believe it, and my position is there is no God. All right. Well, that being said, uh, I do. We can find you. How can we find you online? Um, I actually, there, there is a question. I have seen this question thrown a couple of times, so I'm going to keep you here for another minute from Bill okay. Heretic, um, and it's a question for both of us, and I think it's a good question. Um, do we think that religious and atheist communities can coexist without tension? What would be needed for this to happen? I mean, my my answer is yes, they can, and conversations like this. Well, I told you this morning, which is last night in America, I listened to the um, the, the, the podcast from whatever they're, and it actually has the funniest title. It's called, like, excuse me, it's like, fuck off with your sandwich. And it's about, like, Christians working together with atheists to, like, feed homeless people and mm you know trying to understand you know what i mean at the end of the day there's a lot of people hurting right now you know and for me as a christian i don't want to contribute to anyone hurting right um so whenever there are issues to talk about even when we disagree i genuinely not that i always live up to this but i genuinely think that we have to see something so much bigger than the difference which is uh, the survival of our humanity and so right now actually as we as we literally in this conversation i'm putting the last touches of a book on race that um i have to thank you because i be a god which is grumpy old dude he introduced me to jeff scoop and so i've been doing a lot of work with jeff scoop's organization which is one of the five organizations we support here so i've got a chance to do the podcast to send them out a lot of equipment and, and suits and ties and shoes and stuff so that he could do his speeches and such but the proceeds of this book are going to that organization. I'm donating all the proceeds from this book. But it is, it's, it is a matter about recognizing that like race, ironically in English, means the same thing as like an actual competition. And we have to stop seeing that as like a competition. I don't believe that I'm more moral than you. I don't believe that I'm more ethical than you. I'm better, definitely better looking than you. But all of things well, being considered, you, you wouldn't let me come on camera. I think you're a friend. So. <laughs> all, all things being considered, um, you know, we're here, and this is why I actually got deeply. I, I was I was somewhat triggered and saying, "Why do I want to have these conversations?" Because whether or not you like it, 
we're stuck on this planet, like together. So in an ideal world, I would gather up all of the atheists, put them on a ship and send them off to like Mars or wherever Elon Musk wants. I think that guy's an atheist too, but just send you guys all off to Mars or whatever. There's a billion of you guys there. So I don't think we're going to get enough ships to send you all away. So in the meantime, like we got to live together here on this planet. And so I would say that's just the thing that we can rally around, you know? So that's all. That's yeah. the last thing I have. To, and, and, and you know what? I mean, for me, for me, it's, um, oh yeah, so that's right. You're a funny man. Um, for, for me. Apparently not a funny joke, but it's a joke nonetheless. It's okay. What, what people do or don't believe happens to them after they die really doesn't bother me. You, you can believe whatever you want. Um, what I care about is who you are as a person here and now and the impact you have on the world here and now. Now, I have a lot of issues with what organized religion does. Um, in particular, what happens with people who leave, uh, you know, and mm -hmm. that's based on personal experience. I, mm -hmm. I, I don't like um, the way children are treated within mm -hmm. religion. I, th I think telling a child that if they're, they're bad, they're going to suffer and be tormented in hell, I think it's horrible. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I, I think, I think that's... I, yeah. I get that. Um, you know, if, if, if there was a God, which which there isn't, but if there was, I mean, that God <laughs> would have created everyone as they are. That, that wasn't me Thank telling you. a joke. That was me stating a fact. The omniscient Chris, the omniscient Chris who knows that there's not a God. Thank you. Thank you for that uh, piece of uh, that nugget of truth there. Okay. But I, I'm, I'm, glad, I'm, glad, I'm glad I'm able to enlighten you. So, so one last thing. I will say this because like the last chapter of the book that says this, literally, this is like the last section and I will send this to you. But it says, look, there's two possible scenarios with this. Either there's a God out there or there isn't. Okay. And both of these scenarios can be used to justify humanitarian and toxic abusive behavior. That's the reality. It, it can, that knife can cut either way. And so it's basically like, look, we're here on this planet. It's mostly based on race. Religion does come up a tiny bit, but it is more of like, hey, we may be like different shades of this, this family tree, but we all have the same roots. You know what I mean? Whether or not you believe in God or not, we all have the same roots either way. If Adam existed or he didn't, or if Lucy is the mother of us all, we all have the same ancestral roots. So, see, see racism, racism makes no sense to me. Because um, I mean, it's for that, for those who don't know, I'm I'm a historian. Um, it, it makes no sense to me because, oh, I mean, you know, it, the human race has been around for a long time, um, and six thousand years ago, the inhabitants of Europe uh, and anyone who was white. Um, their ancestors were not white. Let me assure you, it's it's farming habits and climate that that lighten the skin. I mean, we are all the same race. We all came out of the same spot. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we're all you know we 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 all wiped out the Neanderthals and the um, and the know, Aborigines. No, the Aborigines are still around, mate. Well, most of them are there. No, there's still plenty of Indigenous Australians around. As a lot of them did die. Um, but no, there's very much a thriving culture, Indigenous culture in Australia. All right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I but, but I guess the, the point I, I'm making is... I didn't get a shot at Australia. I'd have thrown a little, a little missile at Australia. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. Don't, 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 don't throw, don't throw I, those ones. 
I had to stop messing with the Aethys and just go after the Aussies with your weird accents and your yeah. Joeys and your Boomerangs and your Fostas and your Blokes and your, your Outback yeah. Steakhouses. But I'm sorry. Good. Last thought because they got to wrap. It's like an hour and a half now. Let's wrap this up. I like you, but not this much. Uh, see, see, this is yeah, an hour and a half. We're just getting started on my channel. Um, I, I, I just well, well, for a start, we don't have Fosters here. Um, no one drinks Fosters. that, and yeah, I think Fosters. I think there's three. I think there's three outback steakhouses in the country, and they're kind of a bit weird <laughs> because it's an Aussie themed restaurant in Australia, and it's like a, an American version of an Aussie themed restaurant, and it's just and like, there's no boomerangs, and there's no boomerangs, boomerangs, yeah, yeah, we've got boomerangs, and there's no Crocs, and there's no kangaroos, and there's no koalas, right? We got all those things. I'm just, um, I'm just, I'm crocs are a shoe, but that's another story. I'm winding uh, look, you up. Look, I guess. Look, my, 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 final, my final thought. Um, I know that. Look, looking at the chat, most most of the people already know me, uh, and know who I am, what I believe. I guess for those who don't, uh, what if you're a Christian? What I would encourage you to do is have kinder conversations with atheists. Um, don't treat atheists poorly treat them the way that you would want to be treated if you had had a reverse journey or had the same journey and don't try and reconvert them with every conversation if you have a friend who is an atheist just be their friend mm -hmm. what they do or don't believe um shouldn't matter and and look if um if there is a god well there's not really much you can say it, it will be up to god to to reveal to that person and put on their heart what the truth is and unfortunately um for me it's uh, I, I quite comfortable to say that uh i'm pretty confident i know what that truth is by the way what is a drop bear i, I don't know what that is a koala um oh no drop bears they're, they're a big problem here in australia um so they're a the, the reason they're called drop bears is because what they do is they they sit in trees um they're, they're very they're koalas they're, they're they're a variation of the koala, um, but they're sort of koalas. See, koalas eat gum leaves or eucalyptus leaves, and, and the eucalyptus leaves has a doping effect on them. But but generally, they're actually they're they which sort of makes them a placid animal. Um, <laughs> but naturally, they're they're not a placid animal. So because of the introduction of a lot of non-native plants. Um, when the koalas get up them and that becomes their food source, they don't have that that sort of that relaxing effect that eucalyptus would give them. Mm -hmm. And the reason they're called drop bears is because quite literally what they will do is they the way that they hunt their prey is when they walk under a tree or under the branches and the leaves, because we've got fairly big trees here, they drop. So a drop <laughs> bear... I don't know why you're laughing, mate. They're... Getting... I'm, I'm imagining a koala dropping down. Like, because we think of koalas are all like, because I've heard koalas actually have the claws. They're really, like, dangerous. Oh, right? they, they're horrible. Like, they're horrific. Right, I've heard that. I'm just imagining somebody getting killed by koalas. What did I have? So, so look, it's, uh, I mean, we and, and the thing is, pe people don't realize, but whenever you come to Australia, and, and if you ever do visit, you've got to be really careful. Don't pause under trees. You always sort of need to look up and just keep an eye for if there's any rustling. Um, <laughs> because... If you get a drop bear, they will do damage. I mean, look, it's probably oh, I say it's probably people have died from from drop bears, but um, uh, look, they, they they're probably going to do you more damage. They're, they're going to claw the shit. They 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 
shark shark. bite. Like it's it's their, their teeth. I mean, they're a bear. They they're a bear, but they're a solid bear. They're a short, solid like they koala bear. Or or yeah, well, a, a slightly bigger version. It's they're they're a slightly bigger version. Um, the the koalas. Um, they, they've, they've got the blunted teeth, whereas the uh, the drop bears are more carnivorous. Um, so they've, they've got the, the sort of like the canines, um, and and certainly I, I, I'd rather run into a koala than a um, yeah. You can cuddle a koala, you don't cuddle a drop bear. A drop bear will slash, it will bite, it will yeah. They are yeah. They're they're a real big issue that we've got here. Drop bears. Um, and only the crocs uh crocs are only up north they're fine but look if you ever do come to australia um your best bet is just the, the locals will always tell you you just say look is there anywhere is any what areas do i need to watch out for the drop bears and they'll say don't go down that street because there's potentially you know there, there's a couple that have been up there you're being serious you go down that way you're fine are you, you pulling my leg or are you being serious right now this is not a joke these things wow, are figured okay. vicious okay all right all right. Um, well, you're literally you asked how many deaths from drop bears in the last year. It was probably it was okay. probably about a dozen, if if anything. It's not huge numbers, but but with yeah. people, you're talking about humans dying. Yeah. So so we had a big we had a big problem. Wow. I'm surprised you didn't hear the news because it was we had a few American tourists that because um, it, it's I mean as locals we're used to it and and the thing is we we'd be telling people and and they'd be going ha 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 like no oh, it is a serious issue that we've got here. Holy shit. Hold on. I'm sorry. I just looked up one of these things. Oh, my mother of God. I thought you were joking me. I genuinely thought that you were. I got to put this right now. I, I thought I've been winding up this whole time. But, but no, I'm going to put one picture and I'm going to. Yeah, you have you to talk about one? Yeah, sorry. Sorry, I missed. I missed what you said. There, you, you chopped in and out. Have you been? Have you been attacked by a drop? No. Okay, is this CGI? No, that's pretty that's accurate. CGI? No, yeah, they've got the canines. Whoa! Wow, that looks that looks scary. All right, Chris. Well, uh, I have to pack because I'm going to Seoul tomorrow. I actually got cast, if you could believe it or not, to play a historical, um, a historical, uh, uh, not Peyton. Pey Peyton's the the main guy here in South Korea, uh, or McCarthy, a general. And so tomorrow I'm going to Seoul to play a general in some kind of like historical reenactment. So uh, I got to get my place packed up here uh, and head there. No, so so I definitely do want to. I definitely do want to thank you for your time. Uh, I'll have you on for round two. Actually, I guess that would be sure. around four or five. I don't know. You've been. I've been. No, like, actually, this is the first time I've been on your channel. So right. Well, that's yeah. That's true. I, we did meet up on yours a few times, and but yeah, thank you. Uh, I do want to play this outro, and um, this is our website www.rtpodcast.com. Uh, special thanks to Godless Scummer right there. Um, we definitely wouldn't be having this conversation if it wasn't for Godless Scummer. So he owes, uh, we owe him a great deal of gratitude for 
you talked about having conversations and he opened up the uh, avenues to have these conversations. And so we would be remiss to not give him a great big thank you because uh, he didn't have to do that and he did. And I destroyed him in our debate, but that's another story. And I just want to leave this outro and thank you for joining us. Check us out again. Uh, if you're not subscribed, please do so. And Chris, uh, as you say, good night, mate. And let's put another shrimp on the bloody barbie chop.